What's up, gamers? Welcome to episode 17 of the Procrastination Sensation, your number one podcast for when you have no other mediums and forms of entertainment surrounding you at the moment. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Trevor Agent 47, maybe, Sheehan. Oh, and I am your other host, uh, Eric Non-Dairy Oat Beverage Drinker, Samino. I'm really glad you went with that, because when you started to, like, speak, I thought you were just going to say Eric Oat Milk Samino, but I'm glad you did the full... The full Non-Dairy Oat, yeah. oat Beverage. Yeah. That's the I full like title. I ha- Yeah, I mean, I had to. That's what I'm drinking. I'm not drinking ex- oat milk. I'm drinking you, Non-Dairy yeah, Oat explain, Beverage. You want to explain to the all 10 listeners? <laughs> it's my uh, So, I... Before the podcast started, I uh, went upstairs to go get some water, and then uh, I opened the fridge, and there was some oat milk in there. Excuse me, some non-dairy oat beverage in there, and I decided to get uh, some cookies and non-dairy oat beverage, and so that's why I have a glass of non-dairy oat beverage next to me right now. And that sparked a slight conversation. It sparked a theory about where oat milk comes from, because neither of us knows. Um, and my theory is that, you know, because well, I said, I said, I have no idea even how like almond milk works. Yeah. And so my theory, I don't think anyone does. I don't think anyone does either. The current, I think honestly, my theory and probably the leading theory among scientists mm-hmm. is that, uh, it comes from almonds, except, uh, you know, normally when you get an almond, they just give it to you dried out. Uh, but you know, when they grow them, there's actually some almond milk, you know, some liquid in there. Is what they give you as almond milk. Yeah, they're normally just very wet nuts. Yeah, and they um, just dry them out, and then they and then they put them in your trail mix. You want to hear my theory? Yeah, is that at some point? Because I feel like almond milk didn't exist until like the two thousands. I would be willing to bet. I feel like if you set an, like a line at two thousand, I would I would bet the over that it wasn't until around then that it that it came out. Okay, so like I want to say like in the year like two thousand two. A man like found a genie in a in a bottle, but it was or it was like a monkey's paw type. Hey, we thing. were way off. When when did they make almond the milk? The thirteenth century. That's fucked. All right. Well, continuing what I said, uh, in the year two thousand three, uh, a man came across a monkey's paw, and his wish was to have infinite milk. You know how like a monkey's paw, like they always, it's like, oh, here's a catch. Yeah. For some reason, the, like, monkey in question that day was kind of just going through it and couldn't really, like, focus and was like, ah, ah, fuck it. It's just, it's from almonds. Yeah. All the milk. And so this guy has just been, like, bottling his infinite supply of milk from almonds and just distributing it to different companies. Hmm. That's my guess. But Um, I guess 13th century. So our Google to start off the podcast today was uh, when almond milk was invented. Our second Google is how it's made. Thank you. I was going to say, we get two this week. Um, and Executive it, order. It would seem that it is made from ground almonds and filtered water. Okay. Um, it may also contain starches and thickeners to improve its consistency and shelf life. I like the word thickeners. Yeah. <laughs> that has like <laughs> such a ring it to it. Thickener. <laughs> we need to add a thickener to this. <laughs> That's like a word I don't think I've ever heard. Like, ever. Until this moment. I guess it's possible you've never heard it before. <laughs> it's, I mean, anything's possible. If it's possible, yeah. it's possible. But I just don't think I've ever heard that. 
Granted, I'm not like a science major, like a chemistry major, so I'm sure like every other day in like a chemistry class, they're like, the teacher's just like, all right, add, to a add your thickeners to your solution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyways, this is your number one oat milk and almond milk podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. We can call it a day. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Uh. All right. But in all seriousness, Eric, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? Um, I've been playing quite a bit. Um, I was kind of jumping. I feel like it's been a couple weeks since we've actually recorded or talked. Yeah, I think it's two weeks. Um, kind of been jumping around. I played a little bit of NBA 2K, and I just did a G mode, a GM mode in that. Um, I did that for a couple years, and then or a couple years in game, not a couple of real okay, years. Okay, I was like, has t- does time pass differently if you're Eric Samina? <laughs> um, and then uh, I'm playing it on my PC. Uh, using a controller, um, it eventually just like would crash in the off season. So I did like two full seasons, and then I just kept crashing every time I got to the draft. So I had to abandon it. Mm-hmm. Um, the fun part of it was I uh, I was just like playing it, and like uh, like one of my friends would watch and would help me make decisions. And essentially, we had uh, made a team in Alaska. Uh, in like mm-hmm. Anchorage, Alaska, and we we um we put the All Star Game there two years in a row, so that everyone would have to come to Alaska. And that was that's uh, interesting. A nice little fun little thing we did. Um, I played a little bit of Left 4 Dead 2 as well. Um, that was I feel like we talked about that recently, just because not that you, not you playing it, but it just yeah. was like relevant when we were talking about back for blood. I think. Yeah. Um, like one of me and a couple of my friends just like hopped on the game. Like a couple times over the weekend just to play, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, always will love Left 4 Dead. Still holds up as a great, great co-op game. What campaigns did you do? Um, we did a bunch from the first one. We did The Sacrifice. Um, we did The Parish, which I think is the second. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, that yeah was just that. That yeah was me registering as remembering that map. Not that I know that it's. Okay. <laughs> the second one. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, the parish, yeah. We did the one with the bridge, which is also the second game. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we did, I can't remember any of the ones from the first one, what they're called. Uh, we did the one that you have to, like, get in a, like, like a truck that has, like, a, a ramp on the front of it at the end. Like, that's the, the end is, like, you're in a garage, and there's, like, this giant armored truck that you're trying to lower. Um, and I didn't get to survive because, uh, I was standing under the truck as it got lowered and it crushed me and I just instantly died. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. Didn't have any pills. No, <laughs> not, couldn't, didn't have the opportunity to take them. Yeah. Just got you, crushed who, by Which a character truck. were you? Um, I think I was coach. Oh, good. My friends call me coach. <laughs> Taking pills. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that, I mean, I've been putting some other stuff, but we can talk about that later. All right, I'll do a few mine. I have one main one that'll be like a bulk of what I talk okay. about, um, which I'm assuming you can tell mm-hmm. which one. Uh, I've been playing. Um, so I, I had it in there and I deleted it. I got in Immortals Phoenix Rising to um, like the ending. Yeah. Which essentially, you know, I've already explained this is pretty much just a parable for Breath of the Wild. Like it's similar. Mm. Uh, it's basically like the equivalent of um, going to fight Ganon. Oh, really? Where um, there's like something which like I I think I explained in a previous episode, but it's like there's the four gods you go help. Yeah. Which like the divine beasts, except as far as I know, in this case, you have to do all four. Oh, okay. Um, 
You can't but, just go and do the, the big fight. Anyway. Yes. And instead of shrines, they have um vaults of Tartarus is what they are. And they're just basically the same thing as a shrine. Yeah. And it's like a big, you always did a, uh, you do like a big one at the end of each uh, like storyline with each God. And so it's a bigger uh, vault for the ending. And I dropped in and just got, you have to fight the boss right at the beginning, the final boss. Yeah. And then like do a vault and then fight him again, I guess. And even that first okay. battle, I was just getting stomped and I was like, oh, I got to go grind. Yeah. Because it's, it's one of those games that has like a good amount of grinding in it where it's like. There's so much shit to find to upgrade your like a, attack damage with your different weapons and your health and stamina like in Zelda. Yeah. But um, so like what I'm basically getting to is I got to a point where I was just kind of like it was it was a good like podcast game. Where I just or just like to, watch like, something in, in yeah yeah and just kind of do uh like grindy type stuff mm-hmm. and I was just kind of hit a point where I was like I do want to see this through but I like I'll put it on the back burner for a bit so like because yeah. of that I uh, did what I said I was gonna do and got back into Valhalla yeah so um it's funny you say that because that's kind of exactly what I did with Valhalla I mm-hmm. got to a point where I'm like okay I like I want to get back to this but I don't want to play it right now. Um, mm-hmm. That's where that's kind of where I am with Assassin's Creed right now. Yeah, I um, because I know you were like way further than me. Yeah, correct. Like you did. Did yeah. you do all the? I have uh, like, like pledges. Um, pretty much. So once you do them all, and then you do like, and then there's like some there's like a bigger thing you have to do, and mm-hmm. then you have to get more pledges. Really? So yeah, there's like more. That I, I feel like I have like 50 hours in the game, and mm-hmm. I also feel like I have 30 hours to go. Which is why I was like, I need to put this down for a little bit. Yeah, I have a feeling like it'll be like an interstitial game for me where I'll like go, th- which is what it's been so far. Yeah. At least in two cases where I play it for a while. And then when something else comes up on my radar, I put it down for a bit and then come back to it. And I do have to say, it's like really not hard to just jump right back into that game. Yeah. Like I've had games like The Witcher, like infamously, where I would play it like a lot for a while and it would get just get like too convoluted or difficult or I would jump to something else and i would come back and be like i feel like i need to restart this i have no clue like assassin's creed like it took me like maybe 10 minutes to remember like all my like abilities i had mapped like which ones i would usually use like Uh uh-huh kind of general strategies but like i got right back into it and i'm like this is that game's just good (laughs) dude i love that game it like Like, i stand by it being my game of the year i really liked origins but not like Odyssey. I didn't even. I probably only did like. I would even venture to guess like fifteen percent of the story. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like, but I I did beat Origins. But this one, in my opinion, is like the of this like modern trilogy. I guess you could say like is definitely the best. Like, even though there's like just as much stuff to do technically, it feels like they respect your time more mm-hmm. because instead of like all that stuff to do being quest lines that are going to end with you getting only a little bit of xp yeah instead it's like the missions them like like the the quests technically are all story yeah and there's like the side um they call like mysteries right yeah they call them yeah, yeah or like are basically side quests but like yeah they're basically they're just and i have to say uh i love that they're not just like all in your face on the map like they're just mm-hmm. little white dots that you could go and explore on your own I really like that. That's such a simple thing they did, but like has such a bigger impact. Yeah. And you would think where instead of just convoluting like different types of mission 
markers, there's just yep. three different colored dots, and the bigger the dot is, the more like more stuff you'll get from it. And like to, just for like the flip side of that would be cyberpunk, which yep. there's just <laughs> shit all over the map. Um, I recently re-downloaded Cyberpunk after yeah. deleting it right after I beat it, but I haven't touched it yet just because I heard they put out the first big patch, but okay. Um, no surprise that the big first patch actually added more bugs. Oh, good. <laughs> so, um, good job. I don't think good they're job, like, I don't think they're like meteoric in caliber per se yeah. in terms of like, it introduces like game breaking shit, but I just know it like, it's like There's you put like out one bugs. fire and like another smaller one starts. Right. Kind of, but um cuz I don't think it's in, in the time since our last episode okay, we'll get back into like what we've been playing obviously, but in the time since we last recorded they put out their like PR update. Yeah. Which did the, you watch that the at all? The statement that they put out? Yeah. And I saw like clips of it and okay. I it just felt so fucking bad to me. Yeah, like it's just like, where saw we? Yeah, it was very. It felt like a very half. It was. It was one of those like non apologies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it, like, guess because it was just kind of like the one of the guys saying like, oh, like this isn't on the devs. Like, don't, like, don't go after our developers. Like, this decision was made entirely by, you know, leadership. Like, which I feel like really so early on in this controversy, like that became like a widely. Yeah, appreciated stance. I guess yes. I would say, like, yeah, I feel like so, a, a lot of people were like, "This clearly like wasn't Dev's decision to put this out. Like, they just the like leaders wanted to make sure that they got like their money for the year or whatever." Mm-hmm. My favorite part of that was that they finally did it and put out one of my least favorite things, which is a roadmap because none of that matters. And they put out the most ambiguous roadmap, where it was just like vague, like the year, and they were like, <laughs> "You are gonna have to." Do a pixel count to figure out how much time it was and t- from the beginning of the year until the first patch uh, in relation to the timeline we displayed to estimate when things will happen. <laughs> I didn't actually see that. That's funny. Yeah, that was like the end of it. It was like, the, it's literally like, as far as I remember, the timeline like only showed 2021 and it was like patch. You know, they've already said like the big two patches, which the first one was just came out. Yeah. Uh, those were like relatively close together, and then there was just like an ambiguous gap, and it just said free DLC, <laughs> and then another <laughs> ambiguous gap that just said native next gen versions. But that there... second one, that that next gen upgrade was like closer towards the end of twenty twenty one, and I was like, ah, is the multiplayer ever coming out? I don't. I feel like they have very specifically not mentioned that at all. Yeah, I I agree. There's no way that comes out before, like, 2023. Yeah, I mean, based on the timeline, it's not coming out this year. <laughs> Can you imagine right now if, like, they just flipped the Switch? And not that this isn't, don't come at me, all 10 of our listeners, and be like, you don't understand how games work. I know it's not just flipping of a Switch, but, like, you know what I mean? Right. We're like, imagine right now if they just, like, activated multiplayer on this current state of the game. Oh my god. <laughs> Your friend would just be like, dude, on my screen, Keanu Reeves is like a skyscraper now, and there's cars raining out of his eyes. Um, that, like, that's just a, uh, reminds me, um, of a, just, I have a little, like, quick, like, little thought exercise for you. Mm-hmm. What was, like, the first game 
multiplayer or otherwise that you played that was just like absolutely broken hmm because i can think of mine i'm curious if you have one go with yours because i have something like on the on the tip of my brain okay that makes sense but i'm trying the one the one that specifically jumped to my mind was the launch of gta online oh oh, wait that's it because that's it for me too you just like couldn't you just couldn't get in a game and because there were so many people trying to do it and it was like the first time that a game like launched something on like that big of a scale where that many people were going to play it and they yeah, really we're weren't the expecting install base. yeah so it was i definitely think that that was it for me because like it's really the first time i remember just like really wanting to play something and it just wouldn't work yeah i have like for some reason the most specific memory of that experience was that like I'm pretty sure you were, like, supposed to spawn in for your first time, like, in Los Santos, like, proper, like, in the yeah, city. I believe at a so. specific starting point. And yes, all I have is, like, a very... This sounds weird, but, like, a vague but specific memory. Where I'm, mm-hmm. like, it's coming back to me. Where that, like, I just spawned, like, in the middle of the desert where, like, near, like, Trevor's area oh. he starts in. Yeah. And, like, all I remember was just, like, finding an ATV, like, a quad, just, like, riding around for, like, a minute and then just disconnecting. And this was after the first time I finally got in. Yeah, I remember. And I spawned in the middle of nowhere. I remember the, like, faded GTA zooming in and out of the city loading screen. And then I think I vaguely remember there was, like, a mission. You had to do, like, a few missions before you could just get into free roam. They wouldn't just let you jump into free roam, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And one of them was you had to like go in an alley and like kill a bunch of people and then it was like all right now go find a car and like spray paint it and that's your car now i that's like coming back to me now too i just remember not being able to do those things or like you'd like get halfway through it and like the game would just like disconnect you or something yeah i just remember having to do it over yeah that was bad yeah that was a really bad one and then they just gave everyone a free million dollars Yep, and now they just give everyone a free million dollars like every month. Isn't that on PlayStation? I think it's on PlayStation. Yeah. But like over like throughout throughout the pandemic, they were literally doing stimulus checks. They were like <laughs> they were like lo- like I followed Rockstar on Twitter and they would tweet out like, hey, like log into um log into uh GTA online between, you know, Monday and Friday and you'll get a million dollars uh um and like million dollar stimulus check into your uh, GTA Online account. I love how uh, the side of GTA that the the proper media was too afraid to cover was that they were doing a better job with stimulus than the <laughs> United States government under Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. Oh, we should also just <laughs> shout out he's gone. Yeah, that's he's true. Out. I think since we last recorded, there has been an insurrection. Oh, wait, no, no, we no, recorded no, no, like, no, that, on yeah. the insurrection. Oh, you're right. Yeah. It's yeah. since we since we last recorded he's out of office he and he's been impeached for a second time you literally not just uh, i guess we can segue into uh, one of my big games but he totally just hitman exited Ooh. the white house where like yeah, you know when did. you you played it like what, the first one a little bit with me right yeah dartmouth like every time you finish like your objectives and you have to like locate and exit and there's always like different ones he took yeah. the one that's the helicopter <laughs> he just got in his helicopter and flew away. <laughs> he was like all right he we're flew going down away. to florida go down to mar-a-lago i'm so <laughs> glad i don't have to see that dumb phrase really Mar-a-Lago. that's just like dumb like i know it's like <laughs> a foreign like 
that, what's that like? French it's Hispanic. Or Hispanic. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Because Spain, Spain, not only was were the ones to like discover Florida. Yeah, they found the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, they found the Fountain. I learned of youth that from there. Ben Ten. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you not go to history class? Or were we you just watching fa- Ben Ten instead? What history class were you in where they talked about the Fountain of Youth? Uh, I don't know. Fucking sixth grade history. <laughs> I you those brain tree teachers were. On something I want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just Lead. kidding. But like, um, <laughs> no, I learned it from ben, I learned a lot from Ben Ten. Apparently, friendship. You know. Wow. How to be a hero. That's a good one. Uh. So that was a great segue <laughs> you had into Hitman that you never brought all the way to Hitman. <laughs> it always comes to Ben Ten, but um. <laughs> so let's bring it back. <laughs> Hitman Three is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. I um I realized recently I have the first Hitman for free on the Epic Store. Yeah. So, so I want to try were, that. If you were to get Hitman 3, you could get Hitman 1 and Hitman 3. Whoa. For free. And then I know until the end of the month, as a quick aside, uh, that till the end of the month, the Hitman 2, I guess they've been phrasing it and where I've seen it, but it's probably just the game, is 80% off on the Epic Store, the uh, mm-hmm. second game. You can get all okay. the levels in there, but... So I've been playing Hitman 3 for a week. Yeah. And it's just, it's so good. Um, So obviously, so one of the big reasons I was excited for it was that it was like a free PS5 upgrade type deal. Yep. Um, where just in general, you buy the game, it's on PS4 and PS5, but it's a native PS5 version, which oh, like, cool. after Cyberpunk, I kind of been like hoping there'd be something that, even though it's not... Um, there aren't too many next gen exclusives like on the uh upcoming docket, if you would. Uh, mm-hmm. like a lot of cross gen games, but just yeah. something in general that would be like a fully tailored like next gen version, yeah. So basically, because I had played Hitman 2 as well as one on my PS4 Pro, which they had like a quote higher frame rate mode, which would just uncap it or place the cap at 60 instead of 30 but it would stick in the 40s basically mm. so pretty much hitman so far has been completely steady 60 fps i only have a 1080 monitor but now it's 4k and then i believe there's ray tracing if not there's just really good like in-game reflection yeah in the engine but it just looks so good i've and, seen some um, screenshots and stuff in the videos and it looks beautiful mm-hmm. and um one of the big parts of playing Hitman for anyone that's played it knows that the uh, the art of saves coming is very much in play there. Where you just drop it, you're familiar with that term? No. Just like a, any game similar to this where you can place manual saves. Oh, yeah. And you're just constantly, like a lot of like, oh, I'm you about to do something. You constantly load them when you screw up. Yeah. Yep. And let me tell you, a fully like tailored for next gen hardware version with that SSD. Oh. Real fast. Yeah, that save's coming, you click on, you drop a save, you do something, you fuck up, you load the save, and it's like five seconds, and you're back. That's awesome. Which, granted, it was never like a super long time, but it was probably like maybe like 15 to 20, but it's something about it being like, you don't have enough time to get distracted. Yeah. Which, granted, I do have ADD, so that's mm. a very so small five amount seconds, of time. It can still happen. Yeah. But it's <laughs> pro- it's but it, realistically, it hasn't, <laughs> but... Mm-hmm. It's 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 on the precipice of that window, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the game, uh, and like I said 
and they did this with Hitman 2, you can import the previous game's maps in, and they take advantage of whatever tweaks they did to the engine, like, in terms of AI or, um... Like, for example, I know one of the big things is Hitman 2 added, like, surfaces like mirrors would actually be reflective, and if you were, like, approaching someone from behind the mirror, they could see you. Oh, okay. So there's, like, little things like that from Hitman 2 to 3 they've done that are, like... That's retroactively cool. add the old maps. Yeah. So basically, like, after I downloaded everything, I had a Hitman game that runs at like perfect 60 FPS, like plays well. Uh, they do stuff with the dual sense of the triggers and stuff. Oh, cool. And it has like, I believe now, like 23 levels, which Whoa. is like a lot. Which yeah, that's a ton. I actually, right before we started recording, I was on the last level of, um, like the third game I've done, I kind of would do like a level and then go back and do some old ones or like two levels of the new game, uh, worth of like that campaign. Cause they segment yeah. them by game. And then I go back and do some of the old ones. I remembered, um, kind of just like taking my time, but I know it's been said on a lot of different podcasts. I listened to, or just seen it in reviews, etc. But the second map in hitman three is like, because they're at the end of a trilogy here. Like we, I think we've mentioned they're doing a James Bond game next. Yes. This is kind of like the swan song to a, like a really well done, like reboot trilogy. Mm-hmm. And so like you, they, there are definitely maps in this game that are like, they're like, let's get weird or do something interesting. Yep. And the second stage takes place at like in a mansion in England. And it is literally like knives out. Really? Which you have, you've seen knives out. Dude, actually I, I think since the last time we recorded, I watched Knives Out for the first time. Okay, so it is literally like you are, um, you have one target in this mansion, and the, I'm trying to think, because this really isn't like a spoiler, because it's it doesn't matter at all, but basically yeah. your target is someone that faked their death, and while their whole family was there thinking, and she didn't, no one knew around her that she was actually alive, like family-wise... And so they were they all went back to their home for like a funeral, supposed funeral. And then someone. In that family dies after this whole chaos around, you're not dead, like type thing, like what's going on here? And then someone died and you show up and like the main mission story you can do, because you're familiar baseline with like how there's the mission stories like, yeah, kind of like to give you like hold your hand like a guided thing. The yep. one that is, like, the main one for that map is, like, you arrive and there's, like, a private investigator they hired arrives at the same time and you can just kill him right away and take his outfit. And that you literally, like, solve a, a murder so you Whoa. can murder someone. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's, like, it, it is literally, like, knives out. Like, they, I would venture to guess that they, like, must have been inspired by that movie, like, heavily. In Dude. terms of like they watch that and they're like, we should do something like this because it's like the staples of it. I just have to say real quick, uh, Knives Out was a fucking brilliant movie. Oh, I want to rewatch it again soon. Dude, I like the entire time. I did not see the ending coming at all. Yep. Great fucking movie. Great cast. Uh, Ryan Johnson Dude. did something good. Yeah, I had a like I had a couple of friends who like swore off Ryan Johnson after Star Wars, and I was like, "You gotta make an exception." Yeah, he's uh, it's funny you're familiar with his work on Breaking Bad, are you? He did Fly, right? Yeah, a he did two others. of them actually. He did 
And it's literally hilarious how if you look at in the, through the lens of uh, for or Last Jedi and Knives Out being polar opposites in terms of like how revered they are. Yeah, his two Breaking Bad episodes were The Fly and Ozymandias. Oh, which one's Ozymandias? That's the one where shit. It's the third to last episode. Oh, okay. Where there's a lot of stuff that happens in the desert, mm-hmm. and that's like considered to be like one of, if not the best. Yes. And he's got the fly on the other end. But um, I feel like the fly was kind of controversial. I feel like some people loved it, some hated it. Every time I've rewatched that show, I appreciate the fly more. Yeah, I need to but rewatch that show. I might do it again soon. I did it last year, I think, earlier in the quarantine. But yeah, you still have more to say about Hitman because I have a good, a good little segue here. I'll do. Uh, I I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have to say. Um, I like. like well, first of all, if you own Hitman one or two. And you're looking for something to play. Like, I've looked at the locked-in dates. And obviously, we did last week's episode. Mm-hmm. There's not too much coming out for a bit, at least confirmed yet. Yeah. Um, If you own Hitman 1 or 2, even if you don't, but, like, specifically if you do, and you're looking for something new to play, I highly recommend you get it. It's 60 bucks, Like, it's a full-price game. But the fact yeah. that you can bring in your old maps and, like, the what they give you on its own is really good. Okay. So... I'll probably have more to say on it next episode when I'm right. like, probably like really into it. But uh, what's your segue? Well, speaking of rewatching TV shows, mm-hmm. I currently uh, like earlier today I started rewatching uh, Freaks and Geeks. I've never watched it, dude. Uh, I watched I, the first episode once, and I don't think I. I loved Freaks and Geeks when we were in like high school and early college, and like I think I I might have watched it once in college as well. Mm-hmm. Freaks and Geeks was a great show. Is a great show. Um, I find myself cringing a lot more at certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm older now or what, but, um, the first episode I was cringing quite a bit. I was like, oh God, um, that, that also may be part of the charm of the show that maybe I just missed last time because it is supposed to be like a bunch of kids going through high school, mm-hmm. which is the cringiest time in our lives. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I love Freaks and Geeks. I just watched the like first episode earlier today, and I'm probably going to keep going because I I really like the show. A lot of really cool actors started their careers there. Do you know what so. I was going to say, and this is a good point to throw this in, is what's ironic is I didn't put it in here, but last week I watched in the same day Pineapple Express, and then this is the end. Oh my god. And there's the great line, and this is the end, when like, because obviously they're at Franco's house, mm-hmm. James Franco, and he like lets Seth Rogen in on like so a, like a small part of his secret stash of food, and he's like, yep. he, "I forget what he says." He's like, "Freaks stick together." He says like, "Freaks and geeks for yeah. life." Yep. Yeah. No, that's I, dude. This is the end. Is like one of my favorite movies ever. It's it's like genuinely like I think one of the best comedies of our generation. I like, agree. Like a lifespan so far. I agree. I love, like, I loved that movie. Um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but the me and my friends saw it. We're going to see it in theaters. We uh, bought tickets to see The Intern because we weren't yet old enough to go see This Is The End. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Intern was the one with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn where they're interns for Google. Yep. Um, we tried to sneak into This Is The End. They immediately were like, can we see your tickets? And we were like, oh, is this our theater? And they're like, you guys got to go over there. Um and then, uh, uh, so immediately we get kicked out. Um, we go to the intern, we sit there for like five minutes and we're like, oh my God, this movie is horrible. 
and we just walked right out. It's the only time I've ever walked out of a movie. Have I ever told you my one like instance of doing something like that, of buying no. a ticket for something else? This is 100% fact, and this will sound surreal. And I still to this day can't, I might ask my friend, it's my friend Jake Moore, one of my yeah. childhood friends. I, I want to like, I've never brought it up to him after this, but this is a fact, all right? I believe when we were in fifth grade, we bought tickets to see Dragon Ball Z Evolution okay. so that we could sneak into the Hannah Montana movie. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but I we did. I can't imagine that you would need... Like, I can't imagine the Hannah Montana movie Oh, it was having... sold out, so we took someone's seats. Oh, you just stole people's seats? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know if we thought it was, like, ironic or funny, but we did it. And that just, like, that sentence feels like a fever dream. It does. It sounds like (laughs) one to me, too. (laughs) Let me tell you, from what I hear, that Dragon Ball Evolution is not good. Was the Hannah Montana movie? It was fine. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen it. My only other memory of that is that for some reason I bought Whoppers for my snack of choice and that is like just a bad candy yeah whoppers actually no they're not terrible whoppers I'm milk bad. duds are the ones that are like why would you yeah. milk duds whoppers i think are good in like in like the little halloween fun size ones you get where you get like three of them yeah that i'd little, want many more tube, than that yeah a little tube you just pop it open like i wouldn't want a halloween size or a, a movie theater sized like box of, yeah they of come whoppers. in like a carton yeah i don't think i'd want that I popped that carton open and watched Hannah Montana the movie. You gotta get the Bunch of Crunch, man. I don't... That's like a candy that I feel like I have never eaten in my life, but has always, like, tantalized me. Bunch of Crunch is pretty good. Crunch bars in general I really like. Okay, I'm just now putting two and two together. Okay. That Bunch of Crunch is like the Reese's Pieces of the Crunch Bar cinematic universe. Yes, exactly. Okay. You're, you're now Reese's piecing it together. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave. Alright, um so I'm playing uh more Demon Souls a lot too, also. Yeah. Got really into that Demon Souls. Tell me about Demon Souls, a game that I'll probably never play. My experience of Demon Souls, alright, and I think I mentioned this with the one that Nick was on. Yep. Was that I have never played a Souls game for more than like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And this was like what the marquee exclusive launch title for the PS5, other than the yes. Astros Playroom game, yeah. But um, that's only on PS5, so I was like, I'll I'll get it, and I, and I want and I want this to be since it's the first one too. This to be my like gateway, in, and then I'll go back over time and play the other ones. And from what I had heard was that like playing as like a magic build in that game is like broken, and they like preserved that in the remake. Like it's like one to one. They didn't like fix anything that was like intrinsic to like the appeal of the original if there was stuff that's broken it's still broken so my experience of demon souls i will say this right now i think from what i've heard online from other podcasts or anything like that is that like people that play souls games beat demon souls in about like 15 hours i've spent i've put i think almost 30 in the demon souls oh my god and i am like i think halfway Holy but it's crap. because 
you you in the soul you've never played a souls game right all i know about souls games is that they're intentionally very difficult and you just end up and like the saves are really far back whenever you die yeah so when you kill enemies you get souls and basically it's like scaled if it's like a harder enemy you get more souls yep and you use those for both buying items but also like upgrading your character okay like every time you allocate like a skill point that to do a, a next one, not even if it's the same category, but just like your next skill point, it goes up in the price. Yep. And it keeps getting higher. I've just done so much just grinding of just like absolutely just like beefing the shit out of like any skill or like, uh, yeah, skills related to magic to yeah. the point where I can just like anything that's not a boss, I can just kill him like two hits from far away okay. with spells. And I just like, We'll get to a point that challenges me and then be like, okay, now go warp back to this one area. Because the first game, Demon Souls is like level based instead of being like a continuous world. Yeah. And I just know like uh, certain areas that I can just load out of and load back in and kill like these two guys right away that give me like 500 each. And you just feed their, you just feed off their souls. Yeah, because I'm at a point where I need like 13,000 souls. My God. To get to the next thing. And like early on, it's like 200 and then you're in like the hundreds and then for a good bulk of it it still feels like reasonable when it's like you know, like you need four thousand. that would just take me like five minutes yeah but anytime i get to a point where i die i go well back to the bulletarian palace <laughs> to kill these two night guys and i recently <laughs> got a spell that normally uh the spell that i cast would just hit the one enemy and i'd yeah. have to hit him a few times and the spell i have now goes through them oh, and, and hits the next guy and so now it's just it's all mitigating it. And I, and I don't even, there are so many layers and mechanics of like upgrading uh, gear, like in terms of armor and swords. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I literally have the armor I started with and a wand. And all I do wow. is just buy copious amounts of the resource you need to like replenish your like MP, like your magic points. Yeah. And I just go in and I was actually said this to Kyle one night is that, I at the end of every level is like a boss and they have like relative like I mean no they all have like strategy to them but my strategy is like all right roll away and just spam them and I <laughs> beat in one try the hardest boss in the game because afterwards I like googled like a ranking the bosses and I was like that was too easy for the discourse online around how difficult this yeah. boss is but so needless to say my character who I made Homer Simpson for my character we're having a fun time are you OP or what I am just so broken. Yeah, okay. I am so broken. And for shits and giggles, because you can have like four different character saves, I started a separate one that I'll go through eventually later on where I'm just like a knight, like a regular experience. I'm like, wow, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just flexing on everyone who says that uh, that Demon Souls is a difficult game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm happy for you. And then quickly, the only other game I have before we move into other mediums is that I've been uh, recently playing Sly Cooper 1 on my Vita, but almost entirely at, at, at work. Okay. I'm going to try to platinum it finally. I just never really... I got far into it and got a big bulk of the trophies in the in all three of the, the original Sly trilogy games. Yep. And then at one point, I don't think I turned my Vita on for like a year. And it was like, mm. yeah, all your saves are corrupted and I never like uploaded it to the cloud. Yeah. At that point, I kind of gave up. And so now I'm like, what else am I going to do? So I've just been chipping away at it. Well, um, before we we jump right into 
other mediums I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, I just recently got Daisy like over the weekend, mm-hmm. um, and I'm actually like quite enjoying that. It's a very punishing game, though. Yeah. Um, in that, uh, you just spawn. So basically, you spawn with like a piece of fruit, a glow stick, and some rags, and then you just kind of have to try and survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's all it's kind of like I guess similar to like Rust and other games like that of survival games, um, where you just kind of have to gather stuff and and build stuff and try and survive. Um, but like you have a a water bar and a food bar, like you have a temperature that you have to regulate. You have uh, like then you just have like health and like a bleeding status, so or like a blood status. So if you start bleeding, you just lose blood, and then eventually. Your screen will just become black and white if you lose too much blood, and then eventually, of course, you'll die. The classic. Um, but it's very, like, if you die, like, you just spawn again with, like, the like piece of fruit, the glow stick, and, like, the rags, and then you have to try and go find your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, what I've played of it, I've enjoyed quite a bit, but, like, every time I die, it kind of, I kind of feel discouraged to, to play the game again, because it like, I don't want to have to, like, basically start over. So that's, like, similar how State of Decay functions, right? Kind of? Um, I guess a little bit, but, like, it's, like... Uh, Isn't there something about finding your body you've told me about in that game? Yeah, like you can... so you can, like, find... In, in State of Decay, you can find your body, like, like, the survivor that died, and, like, there'll be a zombie. And then you can get the stuff off of them. But, like, generally, like, they're... They're both, like, survival games, but... Like, State of Decay, it, like, holds your hand a lot more. Okay. Um, Daisy, like, doesn't really help you out that much. Like, it doesn't, the game doesn't even tell you how to craft certain things. Um, you have to just, like, try and combine, like, a stick and some bark in order to make, um, in order to make, like, a fire. And then you have to, like, find certain things and put those together to even light the fire, or you have to find matches. Mm-hmm. And loot is just so scarce. Like, you'll go into a building, and there will be... Like, there'll be, like, a, a t-shirt in there and, like, nothing else. And so then you go to the next building and there's, like, a set of, like, ten buildings. You'll find one thing of food and your food drains so fast. It's just, like, so difficult to, I feel like, even, like, get a footing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, me and my friend are looking into modded servers with, like, just increased loot drops so we can actually, like, try and learn how to play the game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's, that's our plan right now. Um, I just downloaded like a launcher to do modded servers, um. So we're gonna try, try and do that uh, later this week. I yeah. truly love the lineage revolving around that game because of the fact that PUBG was originally a Daisy mod, so and which Daisy was a mod is, of Arma Three, yes, right? Yeah. Yes, it's beautiful. I I love it. I'm going backwards. I'm making my way through the series backwards. Starting with PUBG, we're going to Daisy. Who knows? Maybe Arma's next. I've like never even because I just remember around the time when Daisy became big but i know like nothing about the actual arma 3 yeah i remember uh only thing i really remember about daisy was um when that like mod came out that basically became PUBG. i think it was called king of the kill Mm -hmm. um i remember i remember like loving i like would watch people play that and i was like i want a computer so i can do this oh yeah that no i i have that i can like echo that i just remember back in the day that's like around the time that our 
not even just necessarily generation, but like specific age demographic. I feel like mm-hmm. a few years around us was when like Daisy blew up was around the time that like I wouldn't necessarily say like PC gaming became like normalized, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, we're like it's not like it's when, when you're a kid, your parents are gonna get you are gonna get you consoles. Like no, like typically speaking, a parents are gonna be like, let's get our son a one thousand dollar rig. Right. Exactly. Like, that was the stuff that I remember, like just mods in general, especially like in. Even beginning with Minecraft, when that was I remember on the, like, the first time I heard of someone building their own computer, I was like, "Whoa, that dude built like a motherboard from scratch. That's impressive as fuck." <laughs> and then, like, now, like ten years later, looking back at that, I'm like, "Wow, that kid I was is a fucking moron." When when you started to say that, I thought you were gonna say how like the a similar way I felt when I heard people built their own computers. I was like, "You can't do that." <laughs> like they have to do it for you. Yeah, exactly. Or else it doesn't work. It- <laughs> that's basically that's like a similar very similar thought process mm-hmm. like how, i'm like wow how did this guy make his own motherboard and it's, it's, he didn't he bought it and then put it together the power of gaming it is the power of gaming uh one one couple more things i want to touch on real quick mm-hmm. uh i was playing star wars battlefront 2 a lot because that was free um they the have new, a pretty cool mode called like Supremacy. The, e, the, the ea one right not like What's the old, old yeah battlefront like 2 2 okay oh okay when i i that went completely over my head i was gonna like <laughs> shit on you earlier when i saw that and i was like huh idiot out of front two, two twice but now i get it the so EA's i'm the battlefront. idiot continue <laughs> uh that they have a fun mode called supremacy that i really like um mm-hmm. and it essentially means the game can go on forever i'm pretty sure so like the like there's an initial point of having like objectives to capture and then whichever team wins that moves on to a phase of the game where they have to destroy the opposing team's like ship. And then um, I, honestly, I think this is going to be weird, but I think I'm going to re-download this right now. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm yeah, no switching problem. my monitor because I was like, you know, I might play. Even just hearing you start to talk about it, I was like, I own that. Yeah, but, um, they can like and, fight. Anyways, yeah. They can fight you off, and then it pushes back to that like capture the objectives game mode. And then it can go back to, uh, like, in the ship, um, like, trying to destroy, like, a couple things in their ship. And then if you fight them off again, it goes once again. Like, it could, it could literally go on for hours. But I, I've never had one that goes that long. It's usually, honestly, it's usually just a one-sided affair. One team just rolls over the other one. Mm-hmm. Are you playing this on PC? Yeah, I have it on PC because it was free on Epic a couple weeks ago. I do have it on my Xbox as well. Didn't yeah? Because that's like weird. Because what that game was originally only on Origin, right? Yes, I think so. Did something know, at some point did they start to move stuff e- off of Origin, right? Yeah, EA definitely started moving stuff like onto Steam a, a while ago, and I assume that um, around the same time they started putting stuff on Epic as well. All right, because isn't um, what's the the battle royale, the Titanfall, Apex uh, Legends, Apex? Yeah, that got put on Steam, right? At yep. one point, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. The the a horrible part though origin is a terrible app um, oh yeah i've used it even briefly and yeah i concur with that it's so bad um and ea essentially requires that if you buy a game on steam or epic you still have to launch the game through origin so when you launch the game in um when i launch battlefront 2 in epic it launches origin for me and it is i hate it because because i i play madden through origin and origin is just so bad yeah, I, I what did I even play? Because even the in the brief stint that I had a gaming computer, 
Uh, which, funny enough, the only way my Origin account is still used to this day is that I bought Sims 3 at one point, <laughs> like, when I was, like, way younger. Yeah. Like, I must have just been like, hey, mom, like, it was on sale or something. I was like, can I, because I, can I buy it? Yeah. my mom was never the type where, like, I would really have to convince her to let me use a credit card for something. Right. And um, I must have at some point been like, hey, this game's, like, five bucks or whatever. And my sister used to be, like, obsessed with Sims, and she uses her husband's, like, very nice gaming rig just to play Sims 3. Not even Sims 4. <laughs> she just uses my account, and occasionally, I don't know if it's, like, when something gets updated on there occasionally, but it logs my account out, and she'll be like, hey, what's your origin password? And I'm like, you should know this a lot more than I do. I don't, <laughs> you came until the last yeah. time I logged in, but. That's funny. Yeah. Um, um, is one that more all thing. you for games? Or? Uh, that's all I have for games, but uh, the Star Wars Battlefront 2 gaming, uh, I was playing with a couple buddies soon, uh, just transferred to me and my friends watching the first six Star Wars movies in one weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. Just it cut was out like, the new ones. Yeah, uh, we were going to do the new ones, but we just, we like, we stopped for like a couple days and we're going to go back to it and we just haven't yet. Did you do the four five six one two three or did you do it the cool way one two three four five six right, good good you gotta get yep. rid of the because it's like i feel like that's a the people that do four five six one two three like i get it but i feel like you're just like starting good yeah and then you have that like gross middle period and then you get you get the cool duel of fates shit a little bit yep. sprinkled around you get the uh eye of the high ground you get the i hate it was sand. supposed to be the oh i hate sand is like like almost as good as when the waitress asked Harry Osborne how the pie is, and he says so, so good. good. Um, I want to before because I we both have a show in common. Yes, that can segue into our like main topic, which uh we have two topics. One will be like pretty short at the end. Just yeah, yeah, the other one. But um, before we get into our common show, I just want to shout out. We don't really we have in our. Uh, kind of structures we'd say like what have we been listening to as well yeah. and obviously it's not gonna be as much new stuff uh there was a new weezer single Ooh. um as uh i've mentioned before uh back a while ago rivers cuomo which he already has one-upped himself again he has um i don't know if you're familiar with just like the fact that there's like radio stations on apple music yeah and there's like Beats One with zane Lowe is like one of the main ones yeah and he's like the host of it or whatever and it's basically yeah. a radio show yeah, every time Rivers goes on there to promote a new album, he always like announces what's next. Uh-huh. And it started with when the White Album came out, he said, uh, yeah, they the guy asked him, well, what's next? Like thinking he would talk about touring. And he was like, I guess we'll do the Black Album next. And then just like explain what it was going to be. And then right before the Black Album came out, which this is relevant to this now, but he said, our, oh, we are, our next two albums are... Um, Van Weezer, which is going to be, is the one that got delayed. It was supposed yep. to come out last May, and it was like a, uh, which was the one I was super jazzed about. Yeah. It's very poppy, like melodies, but really like riffy and like shreddy guitars. Uh -huh. And then the other one, which is what the single leads into, is uh, OK Human. Ah, right. I think we discussed this briefly. Yes, which is like a more stripped down album. Yeah. Um, with featuring a 38 piece orchestra. Oh. And it had kind of been like the golden goose for a while, if you will, where like it's like we knew it was going to come. But like 
um, you just get occasional interviews, like little pieces about what to expect over time. And there was like talks about how it was going to be all about how technology is kind of ruining our lives and how all the lyrics are just about like rivers, like daily life. Yeah. Then they, um, they did, uh, Cool, a couple cool little like teaser stunt things that involve sending people in the Weezer fan club of which I'm part of, which I didn't get it, but random people were sent floppy disks that contained no teaser stuff for the album. Yeah. And it ended up culminating in like a new song and music video. And then them, them saying at the time and the whole album's out in a week, like doing one of those whole deals. So that's two days from oh, now, cool. basically next, this Thursday night. Um, the new single though is all my favorite songs, and it's a banger. Um, all you have to say is literally like the lyrics, of the chorus. Like, um, I'm obviously it's, it's not no surprise I'm a big Weezer fan, and I'm it's safe always to say you're a little biased. Yeah, but I'm always more of a fan of. I'm interested always in what Rivers is doing, and in, in that like he's done shit like where yet he, he's made spreadsheets to help him write lyrics. Yeah. Based on like rhyme schemes, etc. And um, but it's like occasionally I like I'm I'm not, I'm a big fan of when he goes back to just his earnest lyrics in terms of like it's not like a gimmick thing. Yeah. And that's what the, the the what I was gonna say is just like an example of even just like the lyrics of the chorus are all my favorite songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad. Everything <laughs> that feels so good is bad. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> Uh, so I highly, even, even specifically to you, Eric, I highly recommend you listen to it. I'll give, I'll it's really cool. The if anything, it has a very different feel. Like it still feels like Weezer, but, um, not to get too in the weeds or just music nerd wise is that when they recorded the drums first, typically you record with a metronome, like a yeah. click track. Uh, the drummer Pat did it all like without a metronome no click track so it kind of has like a looser feel where it's just him internally keeping the time so like it's not like it noticeably speeds up or slows down a lot because he's like a professional obviously but it has like a feel to it where it's like very like loose in terms of stuff and the violin orchestra horn section all the parts sound awesome so very excited for that but that segues us in now the weezer talks done yeah Let's uh let's get right into the right into the news with a spoiler free quick chat about WandaVision. Yes. Uh loving WandaVision so okay, far. Okay, I wanted to ask you first of all so far, going into it what was your excitement level? Um I'd say honestly, I'd say I had like pretty tempered expectations. Okay. Like cause... I wasn't super excited for it. When they announced their, like, initial slate of Disney Plus content, this was the one that I was like, I don't care about at all. Yeah, I'd say this, um, between, like, the three that are coming out, like, in, like, this year, I'd say this was, like, probably second on the list. I'd say Falcon and Winter Soldier was my, like, the one I was looking forward to the most, and then then it was probably WandaVision. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, when they dropped the first two episodes at once on the premiere day... Yes. That completely changed it for me, and I was like, this might be one of the coolest things the MCU has ever done. Yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. I've gotten, like, so invested. I used to go occasionally on the Marvel, uh, or if it's, like, MCU, like, leaks and theories, like, subreddit. It might just be called, mm-hmm. like, MCU leaks. I've just been so... Because they 
are really good I have to say obviously about not much stuff not much leaks ever but it's more just like theory discussion or just kind of connecting yeah. the dots based on some minor leaks yep. and i've gotten so in like back into that subreddit again and a lot of it is stuff that i had like had my own theories internally about but it's like to, yeah. to see like the every thread on there about wandavision has like hundreds of comments honestly i think so. the thing that excites me most about this show isn't what it is right now but like what it is hinting at it will be like what it's hinting at and what like it will be by the end of like these eight episodes that they release yes and i am it's so, actually nine. Like, i cannot it's nine. wait it's nine nine episodes yes oh let's go i like legitimately like cannot wait for this entire season to be out um one point i want to make about it and this because now we're at the time of recording and it should even by the time this goes up still be the case but there's been three episodes yep and for the most part i do like the sitcom stuff but i yeah. like kind of it's not until the last third that i get like really into every episode same, same and that's here. inherently it's that's not like it um uh, i'm not like special unique standpoint over here like it's kind of like at the precedent so far and i feel like they've kind of even as the episodes have gone on stuff earlier in the episode yeah like pushing it f i feel like that's kind of and, and you could see this trajectory is that they're gonna go to a point where like the weird shit is happening is the bulk of the episode if yeah. that makes sense like it keeps it, getting pushed forward before they get in like the weird scenes it also yeah it also feels like uh those first two thirds are like where all the promotional material for the show came from like there's yeah, oh, nothing yeah. there's nothing that would have really hinted at like what the final third especially of the last the, the last two episodes there's only um, some stuff in the trailers like there is like a modern yeah. day wanda yep in some of the trailers and then there's also like the whole halloween yeah uh, thing they've shown of her and her like comic book costume yes but um and also like again we're not gonna spoil any anything but you'll and anyone who's seen this will understand this and you specifically is that they set up like a plot point at the end of the second episode that I thought would have been stretched out for longer than just resolved in the next episode, if you know what I mean. Same. Yeah. Like, I know I'm exactly glad that about. and that got me excited too. where I'm like, shit's just like. Fat. Like they, so there's fast. like this is like so far, at least such a tight like when I knew it was going to be nine episodes. I I guess even a bigger point is like I didn't there is a quality standard of the MCU. And so I should have, I kind of guess I was like wrongfully thinking of this, but something in my mind made me think there would be a lot more filler. And yeah, even you could argue like even the sitcom stuff on paper could be considered like quote filler, but it's like not. Yeah. Like if that makes sense, like yeah, there's it's, really it's kind of, it's establishing everything. I mm -hmm. wouldn't, I wouldn't count as count as filler. Cause it's kind of establishing what, like the world that they exist in. Mm -hmm. And I do want to bring up, cause I guess, cause obviously we're not going to, well, anything so there's not like a ton we can say beyond what we've already said but you're are you familiar with the fact that they have basically like in interviews and stuff established that there's like kind of a mini trilogy within the mcu that this is part of and it's going to be this the spider-man 3 and then doctor strange oh i didn't know they have that. kind of like impressed they had already said this and doctor strange were intrinsically like tied together because they yeah. had said wanda would be in doctor strange too but um they after like kind of the stuff has been swirling around about the Spider-Man three movie being like the end game of Spider-Man um, 
Do you are you familiar with this at all? So I all the things I know about Spider Man three are that it's basically going to be like a Spider Verse. Yes. Um, and that Doctor Strange is going to be in it, I think. Uh, and then there's like all the Spider Man from the other the previous trilogies, the previous trilogy, and then the Andrew Garfield one. So Jamie Fox. Do you want to say though is that on in that with the other Spider Man, Andrew Garfield is confirmed and. There is no confirmation at all on Tobey Maguire, and people think that they are like, I mean, it's kind of like a, you obviously want this to turn one way, but people think it's yeah. either like they're trying to keep that a really tight secret, or he's just not in it, which obviously is the yeah. two outcomes. But yeah, it's yeah, they have Jamie Foxx, they have Alfred Molina, who played um Doc Ock, yep. Kirsten Dunst is back as MJ. Right, yes. Um another one i think i know there's ones that have been like uh, stone i don't think so okay there's ones that have been like completely denied because that's the whole thing is like toby i don't think has been completely denied but i know dane dehan who played harry in the amazing yep. spider-man movies said he, he's, he's not in it give me franco give me give me the so good moment i would i mean i just need to say that like first of all priorities i i would cry if toby's <laughs> in it Dude, I would love if Toby if Toby, in it. if Toby's in it. And you know what's funny is that even before this whole Spider-Verse type deal was like announced, um, because we'll get into this in our main topic too, because um talks about a lot of MCU stuff, but mm-hmm. even before the Spider-Verse thing was announced, because that's like pretty recent, was when they started filming it at the end yeah. of the fall. Um when it was officially announced that Sam Raimi was directing a Doctor Strange movie about the multiverse. I was like, they got to just peek into pizza time at one point, right? Right, exactly. And so even there's going to be like a like a um, like a portal open somewhere and we're just going to see pizza time in passing. Yeah, even if it's just archive footage, like, they got to. Yeah, I would love that. That'd be amazing. And also, I can't wait to see where Bruce Campbell ends up in that movie. Who? Bruce Campbell. He's he's the evil dead guy. Okay. And he's okay. and he cameoed in all three of the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Oh, really? He's the announcer in the wrestling ring in the first one. Okay. And then in the second one, he is uh, like when Peter goes to see MJ do a play, he's like the ticket guy oh, and Peter shows okay. up like late or whatever. And he's like, no ticket or whatever. And then in the third one, he's the guy at the like restaurant. He takes MJ to to propose. Oh, Okay. And he's just always a different, completely different like character. That's funny. But it's just, it's just, yeah. So I'm sure whole. There's no way he's not in the Doctor Strange movie because that's the whole yeah. thing is Raimi directed Evil Dead, and that's how they're friendly with each other. Right. But um. Anyways, like yeah, I don't think. Do you have anything else really to say about Wandavision? Not really. Uh, really excited just to see where it goes. But yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. So for our main topic, we got this, and we got another topic. It's probably gonna be. We're going to run through these. I feel like it's not going to take too long. Yeah. I didn't get questions for this episode, but... Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, the first main topic is I just wanted to talk about, like, the future of the MCU, um, which I think this is all considered under the umbrella of Phase 4, which is insane when you look at the amount of content. Yeah. And that there's probably even more. Yeah, this is a lot of... Sh- there's a lot of stuff here. Um, so this, I segmented stuff into three lists, basically. One is, like, where 
they either have an ambiguous time this year at least or they have specific dates including this year or next year yeah it's the first they go on but they just are given like a concrete date um and then uh there's the category that's just a year is given to them with no date and then the ones that are just announced basically yeah um Um, one thing i want to say real quick mm -hmm. i didn't realize until um wandavision that i was kind of starved for marvel content yeah no, we haven't had too. we haven't had something in two years yeah it had been um, since far like a from year home. and a half i guess from far yeah. from home was the last one that's a long time though cons- yeah. all things considered and when now it, before that they're it was... shoving it all down our throat again it's a lot of stuff again um and but i'm, I'm here for it yeah i can't there's wait. some stuff on here that i was even surprised like there's a movie this year that i was didn't even realize was like for all intents and purposes, already filmed. Yeah. Um, which it's probably the one that we'll have least to, the least to say about. Yeah, I'm looking at it uh, right now. Yeah, you know what it is. Yep. Um, so I figure we just run down the list and kind of give both of our level of excitement. Or um, yeah. I highlighted some on on mine, at least for ones that I'm most excited for. Um, but we can just kind of run, give a basis on where we're at, like excitement wise and anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the beginning we have, which we already talked about, WandaVision is currently airing. Uh, yep. got six more episodes. Yeah. Um, so we, like I said, we already talked about that, which, uh, that goes into, I believe, I'm assuming probably like a week or two, maybe three weeks in between when WandaVision ends is when Falcon and the Winter Soldier premieres. Okay. For six episodes. I cannot wait for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. If not only, so like just watching, like I've I've watched Anthony Mackie talk about it a little bit, mm-hmm. and like the whole thing at the end of Endgame was a Cap giving him the shield and him not accepting it, and essentially what Anthony Mackie has said about the series is that, um, it is gonna be Bucky and Falcon, essentially, essentially deciding which one of them will take like the reins of Cap. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's like it's going to be essentially them just doing shit together. Uh, and then, you know, one of them, I assume at the end, will will be crowned Captain America or whatever. Probably Falcon. Yeah, I, I, I honestly would prefer it be Falcon. Yeah. Get it. Give him the serum. Let's go. That's Let's what, that's this. one of the things I've seen discussions online is people wonder if he's going to actually get the serum or if he doesn't need it is going to be one of the big plot points because he's got the wings and shit yeah um i it is like important for my uh like baseline in terms of like reading old stories i'm i've i've i read comic books on a yeah semi-regular basis but obviously for the uninformed out there both of them have been captain america in the comics I believe yep. bucky yeah bucky was for, like first at a time yes, and then falcon so. is more recent um iteration of captain america but i i'm no, i'm definitely excited for this one of the things that i remember when they started and it feels like forever ago and it kind of is is that when they started the initial announcement of disney plus content was um comic-con 2019 like the first one post end game yeah and that was when they like for falcon winter soldier at least was when they revealed that the main villain would be zemo from civil war yes or at least one of the main villains which i'm like very down for i am too because he was awesome yeah he was and they i know 
I think they've released it since then, but at the time, because all those panels are like behind closed doors, where they're just allowed yep. to like people are allowed to talk about what they saw, but can't like film anything. Mm-hmm. Is that the only like teaser they showed at the time was that was Daniel Bruhl, the actor, uh, picking up from the the comic accurate Baron Zemo mask, which is just like a bright purple pinkish like ski mask. Yep. So Dude, I'm in. I, I'm I am down so for excited it. for this show. Um. No. Yeah. And from what I've heard, it's basically just like in addition to what you've said is it's kind of just them like uh i know it's like zemo is supposed to be the villain then like another like a group like they turn like a obscure captain america comic book villain into like a title for like a group if that makes sense mm-hmm. instead of it just being like a guy it's like the uh or what they're what they're calling them or what the character is i was actually looking at it earlier but anyways yeah. it's like them kind of going around the world like at fighting like basically as a counterterrorism group the two of them Yep. Amongst others. Yeah, uh, and the trailer they showed back in December was awesome. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I love that trailer. The amount that kind of that all it uh, sp- specifically with the de- the dedication they show and it's already been reported the budgets are high for these Disney Plus shows, yeah. but the scene of Falcon I flying f- gratuitously I feel like these, these like shows are going to be almost on par with like the production in like say like a late Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, I have to imagine that they're going to be pretty similar to that. And hopefully they hide the Starbucks cups. And hopefully they don't fuck it up as bad. Yeah. Yeah. Loki. Speaking of which, yeah, Loki. <laughs> um, As far as from when I was looking at this earlier, all they have said is May. Yeah. Um, Which, and I know a lot of this stuff, like, they had to, like, I know WandaVision, they had to go back and continue filming back in, like, November. So I don't know how much if, like, they're still finishing filming Loki. If not, that it could possibly get delayed again. Yeah. Or it's just popped. Technically. This is just like idea popped into my head. I don't know how true this. Just a theory. Maybe I feel like uh, Marvel's done stuff like this in the past, but maybe we get a release date for Loki during the Super Bowl, like a Super Bowl ad. I could see that because that was the whole thing last year at the Super Bowl was when they did like a uh, minute long like spot that. But it showed, as far as I remember, it showed like a, it was mainly a big bulk of it was WandaVision and Falcon yeah. the Winter Soldier. And then I think, that, if I want to say, they just like literally showed like the logo for Loki. Yeah. And I know that uh, Disney's done this in the past with Star Wars, maybe not the Super Bowl, but I remember like they would tease like, oh, like a new like extended uh, trailer for we'll come out you know, this Star day. Wars will be playing during Monday Night Football this week. Oh, yeah. And then you'd have to like watch Monday Night Football if you're a Star Wars fan just to see the trailer. Yeah, or just look at Twitter like me. Yeah, exactly. Like when they or showed just the first, watch the trailer because you're watching Monday Night Football anyway, like me. I remember when they really hyped up the Infinity War trailer during the Super Bowl, and I just yeah w- waited on Twitter <laughs> and got it. Um, I just want so I don't when know I mentioned too much early... about Loki, but I am okay. excited to watch it. When I mentioned earlier the trailer they showed in December, have you were you familiar of like the event they did? So I watched the trailer before we recorded. Okay, it, was that the one with Owen Wilson? Yes, and that show okay. looks like a mind fuck. Yeah, where Loki, from what they've said, is uh, it's the Loki from Endgame that grabs the Tesseract and yeah, dips and they out. they show that at the very beginning of the trailer. Yeah, and basically he is like un, uh being like chased by like inner time and space cops let's go 
But they're like lawyers. Is Owen Wilson a time cop? I think he's a time cop. Owen Wilson is that like blob thing that Keegan Michael Key voiced in Rick and Morty. Oh shit. You're right. Owen Wilson is that thing. Oh no, stop. I don't like to think about that. Gonna have when a say, gun that's like I a don't like creature. thinking about that is what I should say. I don't regularly think about Owen Wilson being a Rick and Morty <laughs> character, but anyways. <laughs> I know that was like a relatively is that they didn't really say anything about the castle for Loki at the time, and I think you want to say it was like over the summers. They were like, Yeah, Owen Wilson's in it now. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? That was definitely around the uh, time they said Christian Bale was gonna be in Thor uh four. They're talking about later, but yeah. he's like the villain in that. I remember I was around that time and I was like, people were losing their minds over Christian Bale. And I'm like, Owen Wilson being in the MCU is something I wouldn't have fathomed. Yeah. Let alone as like a time cop. I could have seen him being Moon Knight. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I just can't. no no I can't I can't picture Owen Wilson being any of the protagonists. <laughs> like bar none, none of them. Owen Wilson is not the superhero uh, material. I don't think. No, he's Lightning McQueen and. Wow, and he's Drillbit Taylor. Wow. I have really close to me right now is a sealed copy of Drillbit Taylor. But oh my god, I love that movie. Here that. I've never seen it. I saw it once in like middle school. That's why I've never opened the copy. I don't want the mystery to be gone. Although from what I know, they they play a Weezer song at one point. But well, then you gotta see it now. Nope. Um. So how? Next yeah. Next time Loki? I come over, we're getting drunk and watching Drillbit Taylor. That's all I'm saying. I'm all opening right, that DVD without your permission. Fine. It's a Blu-ray, first of all. So uh, opening that Blu-ray your without your permission. Um. So where are you at overall hype for Loki? Um. Right now, I. Six episodes, I should have said too, like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm not as excited as I would be for Falcon and Winter Soldier and some of these other movies, yeah, TV shows. But um, I'll watch it. I'm excited in that like it's definitely gonna be really cool, but it, it's like a parallel timeline. So I, as far as unless they get tied in a Doctor Strange somehow, I feel like it doesn't really affect the MCU proper. Yeah. So yeah, it feels kind of out of almost out of view out of, a little bit. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think it'll be really cool. Tom Hiddleston's always going to be a big selling point of anything he's in Yeah, in the MCU. So, glad that despite having that neck snapped, he lives he's on. He's back again. Yeah. No. Speaking no. of having a neck snapped and somehow living on still, Black oh. Widow is apparently releasing in theaters in four months. I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll go see it in theaters. Well, I put that in quotes because there's no way that does they don't give that the um, Mulan treatment. Yeah, I feel like it'll probably be on Disney Plus as well. Maybe yeah. it'll be like a week later or something to try and get people to go to theaters, but I see it coming to Disney Plus very quickly. Yeah. I'm sure I must have said before on this podcast at one time that I think that this movie is like... And I want to preface this right now. I'm not... And I'm not even going to try to be like, I love Captain Marvel, so I'm not just shitting on female superhero movies. But, like, I feel like this movie, like, is just, like, so out of place in the obvious that, like, A, she's dead, but Mm -hmm. also it's a prequel, but a prequel to a time that, like, I don't really care about. Yeah, it's a, pre- it's a prequel that, like, everything... Wasn't it, like, in between? It's in between like, Civil, Civil War when she's stuff. on the run and and then p- presumably leading up to Infinity War where she, like, meets up with... Yeah. Some of the other, like, escaped Avengers from captivity. 
But as someone who hasn't who doesn't know much about like Black Widow's history, I like, guess it's, it's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So I like from that perspective, I'm excited to like learn more about the character. I guess. Yeah, I'm like, and I don't. I do want to say that too. I'm not not excited for it because I'm definitely pretty excited for it. But it's like it's like it's the same thing with Loki for me, where I know that it's not gonna really affect anything. Mm-hmm. It's gonna flesh out cool like lore and like aspects of a specific set of the MCU. But at the end of the day, it's not gonna make her not dead. Yeah, <laughs> and do like we... affect stuff moving forward. Okay. Do you think that the I assume Black Widow will have a, a post credit scene, but do yeah. we think that, like, the ends of the series, like, uh, the end of WandaVision, the last episode... Oh, no, 100%. What's the, what's the post credit scene? At the end of it, I would, I would be, like, surprised if all the shows don't end the last episode with the post credit scene. They have Yeah, to. I would, too. Once I realized I that every episode didn't, I was like, yeah, they're at the end. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. Yeah, so... Now, I imagine this is the one you were referring to earlier that you said we wouldn't have much to talk about. Yes, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is in theaters July 9th. Now, I know and I I had known of the character Shang-Chi, yeah. but not enough to the extent that when they announced this back that Comic-Con 2019, I was like, wow. Like, that's like, even I, like, I'm not, I'm not like an insane comic book buff, but like, yeah, the aspect of like, there are similar enough characters like a la Iron Fist that are already not popular and got like a Netflix show. You know what I mean? Yeah. That this being a movie, like if anything, and I'm this and seems I, to, like this seems like China was like, hey, make a movie for us. That could be that considered slightly China's, racist. It um, could be, but China's like a huge market. No, that's true. You're entirely like, there's correct. a billion people there. Yeah. Um, and. What I would say is, like, I'm surprised that, like, this has a full movie. And it's cool, though, too, because it's, like, a pretty, like, authentic cast. Yeah. And, like, the people behind it. But also, like, the fact that I was going to say that, like, something like Miss Marvel has a show as the origin. Shang-Chi gets a movie. Yeah. But I also think there is a merit to the fact that, like, that is, like, so obscure of a character that I'm, like, down that, like, they're, like, just taking a leap now. Like, if anything, mm-hmm. everything we're going to read off and even what we've already read shows that, like, this is, like, they're not done. The MCU is not done, like, pushing itself, like, its bar. Yeah. In terms of, like, not necessarily having, like, an endgame caliber thing in the near future, but in terms of, like, we're going to get weird now. Yep. Which also, it's important to point out that the Ten Rings... um is in reference to the Mandarin, who was the villain, kind of, in Iron Man 3. But uh, Have you seen Iron Man 3? Yes. And it's, like, the fake Mandarin. Yeah. And that was controversial at the time, because the Mandarin is, like, the arch nemesis of Iron Man Fire in the Man, comics. Yeah. And they kind of, like, threw it away as, like, not necessarily a gag, but it's, like... Yeah. It appears that one of the writers for Iron Man 3 is writing this movie. Interesting. Or Steve Englehart. Looks like he wrote some of the characters, according to IMDb. Okay. I do so know... I looked this up because I know next to nothing about, about this character or this movie. Okay. Um, I just wanted to point out that I know there was on, like, the Blu-rays for Iron Man 3, they filmed, like, a scene that was basically canonized that, like, there is a real Mandarin. Okay. And that, like, yeah. the Mandarin in the movie played by Ben Kingsley was, like, a pawn, kind of. Mm-hmm. 
that didn't or it might have even been he didn't even know he was underneath being controlled by the invisible hand of someone else yeah. but it's like something like that so it had already been established they would do that but it is cool to bring because that that's like a big marvel villain type thing is the ten rings so yes it'll probably be a real uh, my guess and we haven't even seen a trailer yet that might be the other thing too that we also haven't seen a trailer for eternals and that was supposed to already be out last year mm-hmm. before covid happened but like so i guess i shouldn't say this but like I'm I it kind of the Shang Chi being soon ish. It's not up on me because we hadn't seen anything other than like the cast that come. Yeah, from, but um. So yeah, that's that. I'll, I mean, I'll see it. So, uh, um, and then as we move on, the, these are we're getting into the territory of stuff we know so little about. So it'll probably be pretty rapid fire from here. Yeah. Uh, what if uh is like the animated series where each episode is based on like a concept from comics like marvel does a lot where it's like a one-off issue called like what if and i know this is one of the episodes what if peggy carter got the super serum oh like something like that that's pretty cool and so they're all animated um which they did show this back in december and i have to say i'm kind of like the it's like a weird kind of like cg animation art style yeah that i'm like not super down for but it's like whatever in the medium to give us this content um and that, like, I remember when they announced, they said that, like, a huge portion of the greater MCU cast is in it. In terms of, like, there'll be different episodes. Each episode's, like, a different cast, Oh, that's really basically. cool. But they get them because it's all voiceover, so it's obviously a lot easier to get yeah. done. But, like, there's, like, even, like, I know Tom Holland, as far as I know, is in it. And in terms of, like, the weird Sony Marvel shit, that's cool. Yeah. Um, That'll be, like, kind of, like, I feel like fluff. Like, it's entirely... Yeah, that'll probably just be. I uh, my guess would be those are going to be like really short, like fifteen minute episodes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like we're both just kind of. It'll be cool, but yeah, that, that like I didn't know what that was prior. That definitely has piqued my interest. Yeah, I know they had said something. I know there's there is the all the one that I remember. And I don't. I'm trying to think, and this is one of the ones that excited me. That I and, that they showed during the trailer and i forgot because they had said some of the concepts for some of the episodes but i believe mm-hmm. it's like what if uh instead of like peter quill getting abducted by yondu it was t'challa oh and he becomes star lord i think it's him but it's Whoa, something like that and, cool. it, and obviously they did it like before chadwick boseman died so yeah he's in it um they got his like voice lines because obviously they probably recorded these years ago but mm-hmm. so this, it's cool it'll be cool concepts like that um and then next up, these, I guess I'll reorder, swap this and the one after it because it makes more sense this way. But um, mm-hmm. Eternals in theaters November 5th. Very I know so little that. about them, but the cast is awesome. Yeah, the, the cast is like the thing that's going to get me to go see that movie. Yeah, because isn't it's Kumail. Kumail's um, in it, yeah. Jon Snow's in it, right? Like Kit Harrington, I think, is like the villain. I think so. I think so, yeah. And then um, isn't yeah, Angelina, Kit Harrington... Angelina Jolie? Um, Alma Hayek is in it. Oh yeah, and then um, what's the? Let me see. I want to know the actress's name. It's important. Uh, um, I don't see. know. You know, yeah, I don't know. Don't worry, I just googled it. It's uh Lauren Ridloff who is on the more recent two seasons of The Walking Dead, and she's a deaf actress. Oh, and she like quickly became one of like the fan favorite characters. In The Walking Dead, like she's kind of like a pseudo she play like a deaf rom- character. Yes, and oh, that's she cool. play she kind of plays like a pseudo ambiguously like love interest for Daryl. 
oh. and it like works. And she's also just like really cool. Like I, I would occasionally watch like the Talking Dead show they do after with like my mom. And when she was on it, and they had like obviously they have like a translator there with her, yeah, for stuff. But she just like is just like such. She just like, and I don't didn't know anything she was in before Walking Dead, and she just kind of has this like confidence to her that's like inspiring. And I'm not even trying to like. I know this kind of sounds like I'm being like, oh, people with disabilities like good for you, but you know what I mean? Where I'm like. There's no, something yeah. about her that her popping up to an am, MCU movie like excites me. I'm so me. interested in this person now. Yeah, like, like they just like this just seems like a fascinating person. Yeah, and she, like I'm sure she was in some for The Walking Dead, but that's like still like a pretty decently sized show. But then she popped up to being in a uh, like lead in an MCU movie, yeah. and I'm like excited a, for her. Like Walking Dead season ten to like a Marvel movie is a pretty big jump. Yeah, for sure. So. Again, that's one they haven't shown us a trailer for, so I'll probably yeah. be really excited because I'm like pretty excited now, but I'll probably be very excited when we actually see a trailer. Yeah, me too. Um, so this is the one I flipped the order around, but because these both just have late 2021 as their date on Disney Plus, but it's the Miss Marvel show and then also the Hawkeye show. I'm not super interested in either of those. I have to imagine that I will end up watching those. Yeah, I've, I uh, well, I have to imagine I will watch everything on this entire list. But me too. Um, I'm actually excited for Hawkeye, but yeah, I yeah, I guess Hawkeye will be interesting. Um, Miss Marvel will probably be interesting. Um, but like, I'm just not like hold. I just like I don't need them. I guess. Yeah, Miss like, Marvel is the first instance. Um, Miss Marvel, though, I want to say is the first instance of like the cool kind of like cross pollination thing they'll be doing now. I know they brought this up in the December thing is that like she uh, uh, like a, presumably this is her origin story for the show, but she is like going to be the first case of a character like a titular character like introduced in like their show. And then she's confirmed to be in Captain Marvel, too. Oh, so, like cool. she kind of gets her start on the show and then is like brought. It's like. So you got what I mean, right? Where it's like the first yeah. instance of you get like the more like low key. Sh- not that these shows are going to be like low budget, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, different experience introduction. Almost like you, you assume it, uh, you could assume like mo- she will have more screen time than a lot of MCU big characters by the time she's in Captain Marvel. She has her own show. Yeah. Probably like a good amount. So it's just kind of like a different approach. That's that interests me at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's yeah, for sure. It's interesting. Um, so then let's see after that. We already kind of talked about, but the Spider-Man three movies in theaters December 17th this year and not wait. Very excited. Give me I Toby. Love Spider-Man. Give me Toby. Give me Toby. Spider-Man is my favorite. Can you Give imagine more of him? Can you imagine? Because I'm I, it's both. I'm assuming it's an on on uh, resenting just super level of excitement for both of us. But yeah, before we move on to the next one, imagine Imagine if they kept a hundred percent secret that not only Toby was in it, but oh, Willem no. Dafoe was in it. Oh no! Yes, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, <laughs> straight into my blood, straight into my blood. Yep. Uh, and then uh, going into the next year, which is weird to see the date twenty twenty two and be like, that's next year. <laughs> Especially thinking, yeah, we'll make it through this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in theaters, March twenty fifth. Is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? 
I'm very excited for that as well. I am. I liked the original Doctor Strange. I know it's like kind of like in the lower mid tier for a lot of people. Probably even Doctor Strange was like a surprising, like really like it was. It shot. It was like like a surprisingly good movie for me. I really I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Yeah, saw the first one. It had like really cool direction in terms of like the visual effects and like yeah the vision they had for it. Like it was really cool, and the fact that. I know I'm I'm not sure really the nature behind like I think originally that it's Scott Derrickson was the director and I believe he was originally supposed to direct this one and I yeah. don't know if they've been if it was kind of an amicable departure if you would but like yeah either way Sam Raimi directing an MCU movie and they had already said when they announced this that this movie would be like not and you have to understand or like you would understand i would say immediately is that when they say this is going to be a very slight genre style but they said like this would be the first mcu movie to introduce kind of like a horror element Ooh. and sam raimi doing that that'll be fun yeah that'll give be me very to- fun give me pizza time what so give me oh, pizza, pizza time, time. <laughs> but uh, I, I think we alluded to earlier in a pizza time yeah uh we alluded to it earlier but uh they also it's confirmed what when they announced even too is that uh it basically is like co-starring Wanda and Doctor Strange. Yeah. In terms of the movie. A lot of cool theories online I've been seeing now where people are like, because they didn't really say who the villain was gonna be for that, and people are like, what if Wanda? Whoa. Villain. Uh, some food for thought. And then on May 6, 2022, we got Thor Love and Thunder. That one's exciting as well. I feel like there's nothing really we could say other than like Coming off of you know, Ragnarok with Taika back back at it, yeah. Um, and then uh, she Thor, whatever her name is, Jane Jane Foster, yeah. Natalie Portman, you got Christian Natalie Bale. Portman. I this actually is getting more and more stacked when I think about it because that was like an early announcement, and then Christian Bale is the yeah. villain. Uh, and then also they've been is. starting to film it in New Zealand, and all of the cast members of the Guardians of the Galaxy have been spotted. Let's on fucking set. go. <laughs> Yeah, so... Gar- as Guardians of the Galaxy, let's get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to imagine Tessa Thompson's gonna be there, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I cannot yeah. wait. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, because I watched it. She was on, like, Kimmel, I think, recently, and she was, like, there. Yeah. Filming. Um. So, yeah. Hype, hype. Taika can do I no actually, wrong now. <laughs> quick, uh, quick aside, I just watched... um. Uh, Jojo Rabbit recently as well. I need to watch that. That and the Great hunt movie. for the wilder people is like other one. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. But uh, Jojo Rabbit was very good. I gotta add that to my list. Throw it on there. It's good. Yeah. Um. All right. These next ones, I think we can basically run through these pretty quickly. Black yep. Black Panther Tim is uh. They have the date for that July eighth, twenty twenty two. I'm interested to see how that. Yeah. Goes. I really, I really want to know what's going on there. A recent rumor is that Michael B. Jordan is returning. Now, spoilers, but he died. Yeah, he did. Well, actually, they don't show him die. Yeah, they just show the knife. He just takes the knife out of himself and he falls over, right? Yeah. Um, There's multiverse shit happening now, so. I would love a Michael B. Jordan Black Panther. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be really cool. Because they did say they won't recast Chadwick Boseman, which is obviously the right call, but that doesn't mean yeah. there can't be another Black Panther. Like they said, they didn't recast him as T'Challa. They didn't recast T'Challa. So yeah, I would. I'm curious how they like write him off. I guess like, that yeah yeah how they solve that problem. 
that is like that's probably the biggest one up front. Yeah. I do know early on people already had theories that like Shuri was going to become the next Black Panther, but mm-hmm. Latita Wright has been be really cool. particularly anti-vaccine on Twitter as of late, and it has stirred up quite a controversy. Who is the actress that plays her? Shuri, yeah. Oh, no. I saw a good tweet about it one day where it was like a picture of her in the movie, and it's like, see, this is an example of good acting. This is someone playing a character who was very smart when they are actually not. It's like something <laughs> I probably butchered that, but it was something along those lines, and I was like... <laughs> That's still hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is, that will be interesting. Um, how they handle that. Yeah. Captain Marvel two is in theaters November eleventh, twenty twenty two. All I know so far, like I said, is that um, Ms. Marvel will be in it. I assume that means this is what I was hoping is that it will be present day. Yeah, I do think it was cool, and that was a really cool angle with the nineties. Me too. The first one. Um, I wish it I was ho- executed a little better. Yeah, like I feel like they kind of she lands in a blockbuster and pulls out a Game Boy at one point, and then that's really it. Yeah, um, like I just overall I didn't love the movie. I guess is what I'm saying. Um, my one thing that me and Charlie, who was one of my like previous roommates here, uh, he yeah, mentioned I know. My we, him and I would now and then. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah um, him and I occasionally <laughs> talk about how weird it was of a choice. So you've seen it, right? Yeah. The kind of the scene wherever she fights like the AI woman. Yeah. She enters like the AI. Their use of like come as you are is such weird. a weird song by Nirvana to use during a during fight scene. Fight. Yeah. I really forgot that that was the song during that fight. I saw that movie once in theaters. Yeah. Me and Charlie like regularly talk about how weird that was. Yeah. That and is yeah. A, uh, so that is so strange. All right. So how how do you feel about this? The um, I guess cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I hope it's better than the first one. Yeah. Um. All right. So off of we're on to category two. These are definitely way shorter than the other categories. There's yeah. one I highlighted from each category, which I feel like I think there's one in this category upcoming that I think we could also talk about a bit. But all the other ones I feel like are just kind of they exist to us. Yes, they do. But. And most first and foremost, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, which yes, I need it. They cast uh, someone as King the Conqueror, who is a very big Marvel villain, uh-huh. being introduced in this movie. And the other thing I want to say is that the movie has been described as a quote road trip movie through the quantum realm. Let's fucking go! And I saw on that marvel leaks and rumors subreddit which obviously takes this with a grain of salt but you know how his daughter is grown up after endgame yeah. like she's a teenager uh and this immediately you can see this being a storyline but she oh she's got a boyfriend that maybe paul rudd doesn't approve of or he's kind of like oh my daughter has a boyfriend already and he ends up tagging along with them and that the rumor is that they're looking to cast timothy chalamet <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um so that'd be great <laughs> I just need it. Yeah, I I can't wait for the next Ant Man movie. After every Ant Man movie, I'm I just, just like, love okay, the name. The next one, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. I love it. Maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get Pizza Time in Quantum Mania. Okay, put pizza. Maybe some Stanley cameos can't be a thing anymore. Pizza Time in every movie. Okay, something I want to mention now that you've said that real quick. Yeah. I saw a theory online that Stan Lee was supposed to play Old Cap at the end of Endgame. 
and that's why he was in every that's why he had a cameo in every movie that's why he was there for every event uh yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i, feel I thought about it was that. kind of i thought it was a kind of exciting it's cool. idea it's a cool thing i've always been more in the camp if i liked how like they there was always the theory that he was one of the watchers and they the like watcher, alluded yeah. to that yeah I do. There was, was it the scene? It was in Guardians um, Two. What? Guardians Two. Was it, yeah, Guardians Two. When he's like talking to the the fucking alien things. Yeah, and he was like, "In one time, I was a FedEx guy," and like, yeah, yeah. I do think that is a cool theory, though, that he was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But he also was in that movie, though, as a cameo. So. Right, but it would explain why he's just kind of tagging along, though. That's true. That was the I one guess, when, yeah. Was that the one when he's on the bus? No, the no that's when we're, the they, I actually was watching the... Endgame today. <laughs> oh, and, really? Yeah, and it's when they go back to the 70s and they do like an establishing shot of like the shield yeah. complex and he drives and it, by and goes, make love, And it reminds war. me every time of the shot from Indiana Jones 4. Uh, all right, next, uh, next thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to talk about <laughs> Indiana Jones 4. Um, so these next three are Disney Plus shows slash one special with uh moon Knight. i'm okay. excited for because this is like slight bias and it's not really the entirety of it moon Knight's a cool character but max bemis recently wrote the most recent version of moon Knight. um yep. he's a cool character though just in general and also all Oscar i know about Isaac. moon Knight is that he's jewish yeah he's basically batman but with like a split personality disorder and like moon Knight is like one of them oh uh, okay so it's like cool. that's why Max Bemis was a good fit in terms of being a little unstable <laughs> and Jewish. <laughs> um, but yeah, Oscar Isaac is playing him. Oh, that's dope. That's so a that's great cast. Very, it's very cool. Again, that's like a very early stages. We don't know much. Same yeah. She-Hulk, from what I gather, is going to be like a comedy. Okay. Because She-Hulk is like a lawyer. Oh. Like the uh, alter ego. I believe she's like Bruce Banner's cousin. Oh, well, you see, I was about to ask, are we going to get to see two Hulks bang? Um, they, uh, and they I'm going to guess then that's a no. They could. Who knows? Unless the movie takes place in Alabama. Well, it's a show, at least. Unless the show takes place in Alabama. And um, if I remember correctly from what they've said, basically sounds like what the early talks of what Better Call Saul was going to be. Where it's like the equivalent, like I'm, you know, like the term like monster of the week type episode for like a show. Yeah, it was basically like original Better Call Saul was going to be like a case of the week type thing where it was just going to be like silly kind like of more epi- comedy, like episodic adventures. Yeah, and that's what I get. I'm pretty sure I've heard they've said about She Hulk. Oh, so that's kind of cool. kind of be like she's just kind of like doing lawyer stuff, but she's a Hulk. <laughs> I'm down for that. And then it's going to end up being better than everything else the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done because that's Better Call Saul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I need that last season. I haven't watched the most recent one yet. I'll give you my Apple TV login. And get all those I'll take episodes. It. Yeah. Did it for Kevin. I'll do it for you. Go. Uh, likes me as much as he likes Kevin. I'm in. What? I said you like me as much as you like Kevin. I'm in. Yeah, I could equate you two as similar. <laughs> okay. Uh, um. Anyways, that was just like an awkward moment. I don't know. You're welcome. But uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, I think they just said around December 2022. 
I don't think they give it specifically, but it's just like a one-off thing. I really hope it's a. Uh, I really hope it's on par with the Star Wars Christmas special. Ah, uh, you could one could assume, it will be. That James with yep. James Gunn in the, with the keys to the the car there. He's got the yeah, uh, putting in a drive. You know. They also have did, you ever seen the, the Star Wars Christmas special? I I haven't, but I know like vi- like vividly of it. You have to watch it. Um, it's so it's amazing. I want to say, or I want to say, are you familiar with like? I think it was like a promotional thing they did for the Blu-ray of Guardians Two, where it's like the like '80s like almost like jazzercise commercial thing, like no, musical. I'm not. I don't know how long it is, but it has like the full cast, like including including Kurt Russell. Whoa. And that's the vibe I get from this. I'll like try to find it after and send it to you because I forget what it's called. Yeah. But anyways, that's going to be it's probably just going to be like the Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, but good, hopefully. Yes. So that segues into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in 2023. I think we can both mm-hmm. just say we're excited for it because I don't we don't really know oh, anything about it right now. Absolutely Although, excited about this. They're probably going to be looking for Gamora. Yep, and I have to imagine that um, obviously Thor's gonna be with them. Yeah. Unless they, like, part ways in Thor 4. Yeah. Uh, but, like, that, because at least on that, at least at the end of the day, if that's the case, we do get, like, the first the Thor, Love and Thunder, whatever, as, like, the yep. big as Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever, yeah. I, um, um, I really like the idea that we're gonna have at least this is just like a, a quick little prediction. We're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, probably December. Mm-hmm. And then I have to imagine like February or March, we're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I'm going to say May. Or maybe so? there's summer movie because the first Guardians was August 2014 and then Guardians 2 was May 2017. Yeah. Not that that like means anything really, but like. Because obviously the first if, two Spider-Man going, movies were summer and, and obviously different circumstances, but the next one's like a Christmas one. But. Like, if, like if you're going on their past release schedule, they typically do like one a quarter. Yeah, that's true. Like it'll be like March or February, then like May or June, and then like October. Or I guess really it's like three a year. Yeah. This also is like the only movie they have slated specifically for 2023. Yeah. So I'd have to imagine it's the first one to come out. Or may- maybe they do just push it back to the summer, but who's- who knows? Yeah, and um, similarly, like kind of, or t- to piggyback off of that, my theory on what like their other big twenty twenty three thing is gonna be is the Fantastic Four movie, which they finally announced like officially on that in that December earnings call thing, and it's being directed by John yeah. Watts, who did the who does the Tom Holland Spider Man movies, directs yes. them. Uh, hype. Um, the rumors excited. have been recirculating that they are, in fact, eyeing John Krasinski for Reed Richards. Whoa. Um, really? Yeah, that was like a kind of like fan. Like. Desire for the longest time, like once the Fox stuff started to happen and it was going to be clear we would get good Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. And then obviously uh, the part of it also was that they wanted um, it's Emily Blunt, right? This is his wife. Yeah, it's his wife. As uh, Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman. Hey, can you just peep the document real quick? Yes, why? Right at the bottom. Oh, yeah. That does it. 
Uh, for the listeners, it is a picture of John Krasinski's head photoshopped onto Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And it's very well done. Yeah, and they did little gray streaks in his hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it, obviously, um, there's we don't know anything about this right. again. One would assume that third time's the charm and Dr. Doom's the villain. Listen, he has it, to took, it took them three tries with Spider-Man. Hey, the f- I think they can get it right this time. Spider-Man 3 was great. It's a perfect trilogy. Actually, those first two Spider-Man movies are good. Spider-Man 3 is beautiful. Spider-Man 3 is a movie. Okay. All right. I'm done. All right. <laughs> um, and then we have three more shows that Secret Invasion, which is going to star Nick Fury and um, the character. I forget the character's name. He's one of the scrolls from. Um, he's like the scroll guy from, oh, from Captain Marvel. From Captain ben Marvel, Mendelsohn's yeah. character. Uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, I believe that's going to tie relatively with WandaVision in that there's been, uh, you familiar with the post-credit scene for Far From Home? Yeah, the one where Nick Fury is a scroll. Yeah, and and then then he's he's on on, like a base and it's a big sword. Yeah. You've been seeing a sword in WandaVision? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Ironheart. (laughs) Uh, that... This one, this is one that I knew they would eventually do, but it's quickly. It's like a really relatively recent character um, from uh, post Civil War two in 2016, where Tony Stark died for like two months and then they brought him back. But she become it's a girl, teenage girl that becomes the next Iron Man, basically. Well, she's oh, Iron Heart, dope. obviously the name of the yeah. show, but she be, she becomes like the next suit yeah. wielding Stark uh, tech using person, but. That's which pretty cool. It's interesting though cuz then the last one we have also is Armor Wars, which is another heavily Stark related thing, but it's basically like the War Machine show. And it's based on like a comic book arc where, where in the comics it was Tony Stark obviously, but yeah. Um it's just like basically like different around the world, different like groups are like gaining uh or like have been using like the Iron Man shit and he's got to like figure out what's going on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's uh, as far as we know right now, phase four of the MCU. Um, Honestly, I'm fairly like not like super excited, but I like Don Cheadle. I feel like Armor Wars will be pretty cool. Yeah, Don Cheadle's cool. Yeah, and I'm excited that he gets his own thing finally. And he goes after Trump supporters on Twitter, which is pretty yeah, funny. yeah. Uh, him and <laughs> Seth Rogen in common. Yeah, uh, Seth Rogen going after Ted Cruz. Is I love. Just, oh my god, my it makes my day every day. So, all right, do you want to do that little topic we have here at the end? We can talk about briefly yeah. for a few minutes. Uh, we've got a, a small little topic here, um, and I've just titled it uh, Xbox's Big Oof, mm-hmm. uh, because they decided that it would be a good idea to double the price of Xbox Live Gold to try and push people towards Game Pass, uh, and everyone got mad at them, and then they were like, never mind, the price is staying the same. I have two things, because, again... Th- uh, I feel like we don't have much to say about this because it got changed right away. Yeah. But I only have two points to add to it at first. And this just might be like the skeptic in me is like, I was like, this seems like a publicity stunt. Ish. Yeah. Kind of like a keep, they already have a lot of goodwill, but to keep it going. But I had no idea that the reason this came out was that it would already, it already leaked that they started shipping like the cards out. to like game stores that had like oh, the six really? month pricing. That's why they like announced it on like a friday and yeah so that's no there's no way that was like goodwill 
farming of being like no we undid it we love the gamers um because i stumbled across this originally from seeing their tweet that says today was bad and i was like what is this do my eyes deceive me is that not cd project red (laughs) but so i think it's really funny that like for what feels like a year like six months probably at this point um everyone was like oh xbox is the the platform of the people it's consumer friendly xbox and they come out make a tone deaf move like this yeah that's just like the part i cannot understand because that's what i was gonna say since it's not clearly like a clout move Mm. it was just an actual thing and which brings me to my second point is that as far as i know there wasn't not going to be anything added right no i don't believe so and then this is kind of like a two-point thing because when they rolled it back after they also announced that you wouldn't need gold to play free to play games. And I that was like a today I learned you need gold to play free yeah. to play games because PS it was Plus the only game. platform that required you pay for an online service to play free to play games online. That is like weird in that, like, as this whole topic being like a weird out of touch in terms of Xbox rightfully garnering a lot of goodwill. Yeah, that surprises me that they weren't like the first to do that. <laughs> You had you had an Xbox 360 back in the day, right? Yeah, for like less than a year. Um, did you have to get so if you wanted to do wireless on the Xbox 360, you needed that adapter that I went had on the slim. back of the Xbox. I had a slim one, so I didn't. Okay. Yeah. So the original like the original models of the 360 needed an adapter that goes in the back of the Xbox. So in addition to the like three hundred four hundred dollar console you had to, um you bought, you also had to buy a hundred dollar adapter in order to play it online. Uh, unless you wanted to do a wired connection. You love it. Yeah. Fun fact, oh. when I first learned about, because I didn't even know online gaming was a thing, but early days when Xbox Live launched, yeah, one, one of the commercials there literally just said, like, Xbox Live, and it was footage of one of, like, the Tiger Woods games, and I was so confused as a child, and I was like, wh- like, <laughs> like, you pay so you could play Tiger Woods? Like, they didn't, like, showcase that it was, like, multiplayer. Like, yeah. it was literally just footage of, like, Tiger Woods, like, PGA Tour. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, what is, what is Xbox Live? <laughs> Xbox Live is golf. Yeah. So, yeah, they undid it. Yeah. Um, Probably for the best. Because you can buy, like, a bundled Game Pass and... Yeah, is that so what basically is, right? they were trying to force people to do that. So um, Game Pass is Ultimate, which comes with live, I believe, is $15 a year. Or, sorry, $15 a month. Mm-hmm. And then they were essentially trying to double the price for, to $60 for six months, which would be that like 12 or $11 a month. Does that sound right? Yeah. Something like that, because 60 divided by 5 is 12, so it'd be like a little under 12. Yeah. Like 11 or 10 bucks a month. So yeah, they're essentially trying to... I, they, it To me, it definitely seemed like they were trying to push people towards Game Pass. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Because I also didn't move, know move. from what I heard about this news on podcast was that I never heard that Halo Infinite was going to be free-to-play multiplayer. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's, like, one of the things I've heard people talk about is that, like, part of, like, the big thing when they said, like, you won't need live to play free-to-play games anymore. People are like, well, Halo is just free for everyone now. 
yeah. Interesting That's stuff. That's crazy. Interesting Xbox mm. stuff. Xbox turn off. Um, so is there, yeah, that's a good way to end the podcast, Eric. Is there anything yeah. you want to say before we go? Uh, I want to say to anyone who may have been listening to this on their Xbox, first off, how? Uh, second off, sorry for turning your Xbox off if you have it to connect, connected. Um, and what I'd like to say is uh, it always comes back to Ben 10, everyone. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs>